This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 204. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast, where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts... Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com, and I am joined this week by my co-host, Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how are you today? Motivated. Weirdly Motivated. <laughs> Raring to go. <laughs> I feel like a cell phone that's been on charger all night. I am charged <laughs> up and ready. So, okay, that's the only dad joke I'll tell today. <laughs> this is a show about colored pencil where we discuss anything and everything surrounding this medium that we love so much. So, Lisa, what are we talking about today? We are talking about what motivates you, which sounds like, oh, that's kind of boring, not interesting, but it really matters. And I, I had a Something happened this week that really reminded me of what a difference it makes when you stop and think about why it is that you're doing the things that you're doing. One of the things I guess we hear often from artists is how do you get the motivation? How do you, you know, how do you stay motivated or what is it that you do to get you inspired and that kind of thing. And often what we say is that, you know, um, motivation is for amateurs. Professionals just go and do the work. And, and that's true for the most part. And that doesn't sound very encouraging, but it's just a statement of fact. There's also this other thing that happens where you can just sort of get into a rut and not realize that your motivation is sort of waning. And so what do you do to sort of charge back up? Yeah. And that's what had happened to me. I was doing the minimum amount of work and it's a lot of work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I work a lot, but I wasn't super excited to work. And I didn't even realize that that was happening. I had no idea. I was really in a rut until this last week. We've been looking for a house, my husband and I, because my studio, I just need more studio space. And then, you know, the problems with my neighbor being like right now, I've got a neighbor banging around on the other side of the wall to my studio. You know, a lot of problems like that. It's just time to get into a house where I can better work. So when we started shopping for a house and we've chose the one that we wanted and I'm looking at the upgrades that I need to get or, you know, I need to buy a couch. I need to buy a grown up bed so I won't have to sleep on my futon anymore. I'm excited about that. Let me tell you. But (laughs) goals. But when I start adding up, I'm like, I'm going to have to buy this. I'm going to have to buy that. We're going to have these bills. And I just found myself so much more motivated to work. As simple as that sounds like I went home that day so excited to edit video. Now, I hadn't been able to edit video in a while because my computer had been I had computer issues. Some of you, especially if you follow me on my live streams, you know I've had computer issues. So I finally got all of that upgraded. But I went home that night, and it was the first time in so long I was actually excited. Like, I wanted to go work. I didn't want to go mope around the house and, you know, mope's not the right word. I'll wander aimlessly. I'm going to go stand over here and look at my crab tank, and I'm going to go look at the fish tank, and I'm bored, even though I should be working. And I do that so much. And that night, it was just like, I feel like I have something I'm working towards. 
I want, I, I, I have things that, you know, a grown up bed. I'm excited. I was so excited to sit down and work and I got more editing done that. Well, I've got a faster computer, so that's part of it. But I, I got so much editing done and I was having fun editing it. I was having fun adding all these little pop-up comments and little, I mean, it, it was such a different feeling. And I think the video, it really showed the one that I did that night. It really showed that I was somehow, it's like I woke up. I, I wasn't sleeping yeah. through the process anymore. I woke up. And it's not really just about, you know, obviously going and buying a new house is not something that most people are going to use as motivation. Um, but you, this can work for anything. If you're, when you're drawing, when you're painting, when you're sitting there and just kind of like, meh, I mean, I need to get this done, but it just kind of, eh. One of the things I found that works really well, go find a gallery that you want to get into that, that maybe right now your artwork isn't good enough for it yet, or your portfolio is not big enough to get into that specific gallery. Have something, go, go walk around that gallery, get excited that this could be your future and work towards that. If you have something that you, just this goal, it makes such a difference versus just working to work. Yeah. You know, and you hit on a couple of things there that I want to highlight. And because you may be listening, you may be thinking, well, I think I am motivated. I don't, you know, um, have any problem with that. But I think what happens sometimes is you don't really notice it too much until you have that comparison and you compare it to what really made you excited uh, for, you know, the first time in maybe months. And something that you can look at, you can as sort of a, a gauge for yourself is think about maybe when you're sitting there and you've got a project on your drawing table and you're wanting to work on that, you know, you're going to work on that, you need to get it done and you're in the middle of it or something like that. And then, whoa, all of a sudden, you decided that that back deck that no one hardly ever walks on that hasn't ever been uh, swept off since last fall. Um, suddenly you get the urge to go and sweep that off and just polish it up real good. Um, could be you're avoiding work, you know, and sometimes it's not just at the forefront of our mind, what we're actually doing, our body and our emotions sort of just take control, you know, and we are not really aware of what's going on. And so, are you really covering up by, you know, not facing what you're actually doing? Like, think about the past activities. What did you do the past 72 hours or something like that? And then compare that. And when I think about certain things that, you know, I know I need to be doing or should be doing and I should be excited about, um, I'm thinking about a lot of the the comments that I'm responding to inside the Sharpened Artist Academy, and I'm I'm sitting and I enjoy that, and I enjoy doing critiques, and I'm doing video critiques for uh, people inside the academy, and I'm responding to emails that I'm getting, and then I turn around and it's been a week and a half, and I didn't even get to touch any drawing at all, and I've got a couple, a few of them right now that I'm working on. It's like I didn't even pick up a pencil in all that time. It's like that, that that's not going to go so well in about a month, you know. So think about what those things are for you. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe you didn't wash your wash your car for several months and now all of a sudden you decide you're going to go wash your car or, um, you know, that um, that city market downtown. We, I haven't visited that in a long time. I'm going to go there today. Could be you're bored or you're not motivated to do your art right now. And so. Those are some things to look at and to give you 
some cues as to whether or not, you know, you need to re-energize a little bit. Yeah. And you can do other things too. I mean, like, let's say you have a home with a backyard. Can you set up a little painting space on your patio? If you can give yourself something just changing yeah, change the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, that may really make a big difference. And maybe you're in a situation where you're one of the things that has always worked for me. And this sounds great. You know, I did the the starving artist thing for a really, really painfully long time. And those moments when it was like, oh, my gosh, there is five dollars in my bank account right now because my husband keeps buying fast food and comic books. Um, no bitterness there. Um, now I don't care. Back then it was like, oh, my God, where did he go? And you look at the account and it's the comic book store and fast food that he wasn't supposed to be eating in the first place. But um I would panic. And it's like, how am I going to pay bills at five dollars? We don't get paid again until, you know, for another week. I don't know what to do right now. And it was always those moments, which sounds, t- you know, it moments of panic, panic. But I would go on Craigslist and look for people who were looking for artists. I mean, those moments of I have something I'm working towards. And those were bad situations that I don't want to get back into. But the point is, finding something that I was working towards, I would suddenly become the most productive person and happily productive. <laughs> right, right. Um, I found, you know, let's go paint. I used to teach at that Let's Art Party where I would teach paint or people who were drinking wine how to paint. Things like that. I mean, those when that motivation, what is motivating you? And when you just get to a stage where you're content where what things are, you know, you're, you're paying your bills okay, everything's going well. Sometimes you just get in, that can contribute to that rut. And mm. maybe you're, you need to sell a few paintings paintings so that you can redecorate your studio. So you've got the money to redecorate the studio. That motivation may get you wanting to make those paintings with the goal of hopefully selling them so that you've got the money to do those renovations. You know, things like this, just anything that, that can, well, motivate you, something that you're working towards. Again, it can be a gallery that you want to get into, an art show that you want to get into, upgrades to your home or apartment. Anything like that can make a really big difference. But finding that goal that you want to work towards is I I just can't get over the night and day difference between it feels like I'm awake now. I mean, now I have that thing that I'm like, I get a grown up bed. I need to come up with the money for this. I'm going to go edit video, you know, just something to wake you up. Well, the thing that wakes me up is the thing I plan to sleep on. But anything like that can just really, really get you going. The other thing that would help me too is doing paintings for friends or family members. And I don't mean they came and asked if I do a portrait. I never got excited about that. If anything, I think I, I... it always irritated me when people asked for freebies. But yeah. every once in a while when I'm like, this person is either maybe they're going through a hard time or maybe they bought a new home or they're celebrating a new birth or something like that. And I wanted to give them a gift, something to cheer them up or, or to help celebrate whatever they're going through. Doing a surprise painting for someone like that, those ones always got me really motivated. I wanted to hurry up and get them done so that I could show them because I'd get so excited about it. But doing gifts for people like that. And again, it's, I don't think it's the same as when someone comes and asks for freebies. I don't, I super don't get, if anything, I would say I get resentful with those. But when some, when I want to give that gift to somebody, that always really made me very excited to go to the easel. Yeah. There's such a total big difference between, um, you know, someone asking for a freebie and us deciding we're going to gift some of our talent to someone else. That's big, big. Yeah. One um, motivates so, me. One makes me bitter. Yeah, you're right. Another thing you could do, 
and this always kind of helps me is uh, if, if you're if there's a date out there in the future, you know, and you're like, OK, I'm going to set this date in three months. I am going to meet this deadline. Like maybe you like to enter contests and there's a lot of online contests that go on. There's also some that are not online. But if you go to call for entry, you can just browse around and find a whole bunch of different ones on that website and you can browse uh, by the date that. Uh, it's due, you know, that that uh, you're going to have to make your submission. And that's a good way to give you uh, a motivation um, ta- or get you motivated because of the date. If You know, I hate to say it, but I am a procrastinator, um, one of the worst. It's something I always fight against. And a lot of people that don't know me that well um, think I'm the most organized, the most structured person ever because they see me always with a, a planner. I'm always carrying around a planner. I'm always putting things on calendars. I've got all kinds of calendars. And and the only reason I do that is because I'm scared of myself. I, I know that if I don't do some of that, I'll be a disaster. I, I will not uh, make any deadlines and I'll be late to things. I won't show up for things. I'll forget things. Um, and I, I just know myself. I know that will happen and it's embarrassing. And so I always, yeah, I always plan a lot. Then I back off on that whenever it becomes, you know, too fancy. I just start getting too much in the weeds and the details of planning. Anyway, my point is, and I went the circuitous route on that. Sorry about that. But my point is this that I'm motivated by a date. And if somebody says, you got to get this done by this date, you know, say it's July 1st, then I'm so motivated by that date, especially when others know about it. There's some built in accountability. If a lot of other people know and are expecting for you to have something done and finished by that date, you better bet I'll get that done. That's a good way to do it. Just go to callforentry.org and browse around on those. And there's, you know, an added bonus there is you might win something, submit your artwork and you might just win. So that's a cool thing. And it's fun too, when you do, when that is your goal, when you're working towards an art show like that, because not only you've got the deadline, like you were saying, and that will definitely motivate you, but you also know people are literally going to judge it more so than just showing it to somebody. I mean, you have people judging yeah. the work and I felt, yeah, you'll get good feedback. That's yeah. Good and point. well, I used to feel that I would put more, a little bit more time into it. Like I would be looking at things <laughs> yeah, as that's for sure. I, you know, I could be lazy about this, but I'm pretty sure a judge is going to notice if I'm lazy. About this. <laughs> right, so right. I'm going to do, you know, put <laughs> a little bit so extra true. in and I would stand back more often than normal and really judge yeah. what, what is off? What can I change? What could make this better? And one tip I do recommend when I entered shows, I did not enter them with the expectation of winning. I feel that that can mm-hmm, take some of the mm-hmm. fun out of it and you can be too disappointed when you don't win. I enter with the expectation of people are going to see my work. I mean, it'd be cool if I won, obviously, and I want to do my best work. So I'm being motivated by that. But I found when I first started entering shows, I would go into them. Really? I wanted to win so bad. And of course, you're going to want to win. But I would find that the experience would be too disappointing. And it took away from the fun of it. When I stopped doing that, when I started entering, just because I wanted to be a part of the the show, I wanted to be yeah. a part of what these other artists are doing. I had so much more fun. And then when I did, you know, there one of the shows in Catalina Island, I won some. I I forget what the award was called there, but it's it's even more fun because you weren't super expecting it. So you know, I think that that really 
really can make a that, big difference. Yeah, that that does make a huge difference. And I, you know, we we see this often. I do. I'm sure uh, the rest of you do as well with newer artists. And, you know, maybe you're excited about drawing in colored pencil or, you know, maybe you're painting in oils or acrylic or something. And you're excited. And you want to share that with someone else, maybe a close friend. And then they start and they get all excited and maybe they're going to enter their first show, whatever that is, some smaller show. And then they don't win anything or they're disappointed by the one that, that did win first place. And it's so demoralizing to them. And then they just give up and they don't ever do any more art. And I see that all the time. And it's like, yeah. just divorce your feelings from the actual event. Don't don't tie too much into this. Don't don't think that this really matters all that much. It really doesn't. It's just one person's opinion of you know on the art, and that's it. So just um, just use it as a motivation tool and technique for you to get back into art and to help you get motivated and jazzed up. All right, so maybe you'd like to add to this list, and we'd love to hear what those items are. You can always comment in the show notes sharpenedartist.com slash podcast you can reach out to us podcast at sharpenedartist.com this is a weekly show and we'll talk to you again next week bye thanks for listening to this week's episode all the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com